Father, on the sad note this week, we welcome you back to Team Spirit Podcast, proudly brought to you by City Press. The passing of Bafana Bafana legend John Dungi, not Dunga, Dungi Mweti on Monday sent shockwaves to not just football fraternity but uh, to the country at large because the former Orlando Pirates captain, although he was small in structure but he had a big heart he carried that Pirates team in 1995 on their way to winning the their only Cup of Nations what uh, Champions League uh, in Abidjan who can forget that against Aseke Mimosa. May his soul rest in peace. This is Dungi, John Mueti. Rather, again, on a sad note, Oshwin Andres, a youngster from Cape Town, stepped to death. This is an under-20 Cape Town. That's the news that broke over the weekend, uh, that uh, he was stepped to to death. He's a Stellenbosch defender who had a bright future ahead of him, unfortunately. It's not to be. And, you know, after what happened last week with Spurs, uh, Spurs won. Uh, People were saying South Africa won. And they're saying, no, now this is the reason why we should give... uh, Tottenham Hotspur, uh, that one billion uh, to market the country overseas. This is from SA Tourism, uh, despite the backlash that followed uh, the leaking of that information that we are on the verge of uh, sponsoring this uh, English Premiership uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, last week uh, he was not here. This is Daniel A.K.A. Mutuahai. Uh, he's back on the hot seat. Remutuahai Madumera. Madume Spirit, and thanks for having me back on your platform. Something else that uh, we woke up to on Monday morning besides John Mwedi's passing was the devastating news coming from Turkey, that uh, earthquake uh, that has left more than 3,000 people dead. Uh, one Canadian player, Christian Atu, was involved, uh, but uh, the good news is that uh, he's been found uh, after I've been missing for some time. It looks like the death toll is going to keep on, on increasing as uh, too many people are still uh, unaccounted for. That's the sad news of this week. Remutuai, last week you missed you missed on what uh, a press conference it was uh, when one Temba Kumalo addressing the media about the uh, one billion rent deal that SA Tourism wanted to splash on Tottenham Hotspur to market uh, South Africa abroad. Just quickly, what did you make of that? And then should we still go ahead with it? Well, you know, like when it comes to marketing, uh, ideas are always broad and, uh, you know, uh, people will always come up with initiatives that are out of the box. But as we all know, there's been something similar in place with Arsenal and Rwanda. Yes, in their context, it worked wonders. But I think for South Africa, yes, good idea, wrong timing. And, uh, you know, even, uh, I mean, what uh, transpired around this deal also, the board members of SA Tourism being uh, suspended, chucked out because of suspicions of graft. And all of a sudden now we are told, the chief financial officer had interest. Uh, I mean, he's linked to companies that have interest in this whole deal. So, yeah, so it's sort of 
uh, shut it out and then let them forget about it. So you're saying uh, besides Spurs beating Man City, this deal is way, way offside? Yes, for sure. Because, I mean, South Africa for the longest time now, corruption is a bit of a problem. So the minute, you know, you hear of uh, things that are not uh, where people have conflict of interest, then really it doesn't glorify this anymore. Whether it's Spurs or FC Barcelona, just forget about it and focus on, you know, a, a rather desperate and angry nation. Enough of uh, SA tourism. Tourists are still coming here, whether Tottenham uh, win or not. Uh, that's uh, far from what we're talking about here. Your memories, when you think of John Dungimweti, what comes to your mind? Well, John, uh, like you said, a man with a small stature but a big heart. Uh, one other thing, you know, that came out of John Mweti that I've picked up over the years. Uh, you think he's quite a reserved man, but he's uh, quite a principled uh, individual. Remember, he was uh, always there for the rights of uh, football players. Remember, he had recently just came up with that initiative of representing the interest of players, uh, which, you know, takes me back to, uh, I think, somewhere in 1999. You know, he once staged a one-man strike at Pirates over... <laughs> <laughs> over um, uh, something to do with uh, he was owed money and uh, remember at Pirates, you know, you can't just come up and, uh, you know, stand up against that club. But John did it and then, you know, he had his way. Yeah, no, on that said note, another young player lost his life uh, prematurely, Oshwin Andres. Uh, what, what, at, at Stellenbosch, at under 23, what do you make of his passing at his age? Sure, sad news indeed. Uh, the country being robbed of uh, such a bright future. I mean, you look at the, at the steps that he has gone through so far in his young career. Remember, we, always, uh, we are always yearning for players who are developed well, you know, at academy level. Mm. And I think he was uh, coming o o okay uh, through those steps. Remember the Stellenbosch Academy, that's where they mostly, uh, I mean, invest their resources in. And all we hear are just glowing tributes of uh, OC, as they used to call him. And, uh, you know, also I've had uh, one of his close friends, uh, Fabian McCarthy's son, you know, raving about his close friends, you know, uh, how close they were in camp and, uh, you know, how well connected they were in that defense for the under-20s and the under-23s. And for the fact that uh, he was uh, wearing the cap captain's armband speaks volume about uh, his leadership qualities as well. We've been May robbed. Soul rest in peace. We have been robbed of a future leader. I mean, someone who captains the junior national teams, the trajectory says uh, he was on his way to under-23, even to senior uh, national team. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he's been taken from us at that early age. Let's now look at uh, Banyana's team quickly. They were it was announced on Monday they're supposed to go to Turkey. Still not sure if the tournament will still go ahead uh, in the wake of that earthquake on Monday. But but quickly, uh, wh wh what do you make of Desiree Ellis' uh, team that uh, she has selected? 
Yeah, no, Yona, it was a solid team indeed. Uh, if you look at, uh, I mean, sometimes you need continuity. You look across the board from the keepers, defense and strike force. This is the very same core of the team that won the Wafcon. Good to see Nokomatlo still being part. And uh, because, you know, uh, especially in women's football, I still believe that you can't just uh, discard experience. I think Nokomatlo can still do it for us uh, one more time. She has shown, I mean, she's still playing regularly overseas. Yes, I mean, Linda Mothalo is there as well, having just signed for Glasgow City and our girls in Mexico. Also scored. I saw she scored uh, over the weekend. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, no, which is good. Uh, so, yeah, like I say, I mean, just uh, running my eye through the entire squad experience side and, uh, yeah, continuity is the name of the game. Yes, we might... Uh, uh, raise our concerns there and there why she uh, didn't call uh, so and so but at the end of the day you can only pick as much and I mean it's just few months before the World Cup and all we need is a strong team to represent us there. If the tournament doesn't happen how much impact will this have on their preparations? Mind you they're not going to the Cyprus tournament as well now if they miss on the Turkey tournament looking at the, the, the time between now and the, the World Cup in Australia and New Zealand can they still squeeze more? Sure, it's going to be quite a setback because as a coach I mean playing in a tournament setup that's what you need especially building up to a competition that involves groups and stuff like that so, yeah, I think it's something beyond them. I mean, the earthquake, uh, no one anticipated this. So mm. it's unlikely that this tournament will go ahead for sure because, uh, yeah, what's happening? I mean, you'll never know. Um, uh, because remember with the earthquake as also, they are looking at the aftermath of mm. it. There mm. could be some, uh, a little bit of a shaking uh, of things. Yes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Okay, now let's yeah, see what so, happens. Uh, we'll, we'll keep our readers informed about this, whether it's going ahead or not. This week, NetBank Cup, Kiona, starting from Tuesday, but obviously the big one is on Friday. Uh, it's between Marisbeck United hosting Kaiser Chiefs, Harry Guala Stadium. I expect it to be picked. If they don't win this one, uh, I don't know what, what's going to happen to Arthur. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, this presents Chiefs with uh, any realistic chance of uh, salvaging what could be another bleak season for them. It's been, it's been a very long time, I mean, having a big institution like Chiefs not having won a cup and I think against Marisbeck City, they are coming up against quite a tricky side, not just a tricky side, but playing at Riguala on a Friday night. That Blue Army, yes, uh, I mean, you, you, you can't really compare uh, support base in terms of the two teams, but I think the Blue Army, that is Marisbeck followers, they'll, they will still make their own noise to be heard on Friday and uh, yeah, I think Chiefs must just show up and uh, really prove that they are a big side, which is, uh, you know, historically, uh, they've won many cups. They've got a good name behind this cup in terms of history. So, yeah, like you say, it's for Arthur Zwane really to, 
you know, bring the faith back from the supporters. Especially after the dull draw against TS Galaxy. Uh, one other thing on the NetBank Cup, look at Swallows where they are. Yes, they won last weekend. Uh, they beat uh, Richards Bay. But uh, <laughs> should they, they, they focus on, on DSTV premiership? Or should they, because now they're playing Stellenbosch, who are equally struggling as well. Where should their focus be on? Yo, you've seen before what happens when you do well in a cup, like you end up uh, uh, competing in the in the playoffs or being mm. relegated at all. So this thing is a curse. I think for them, they should uh, just take it either way. If they get knocked out, it will be a blessing in these guys for them to really focus on uh, you know, uh, their long-term stay in the league because they'll still have another chance to play in the NetBank Cup. And finally, our hope lies with former champions, Mamelodi Sundowns, as they begin challenged for yet another uh, trophy. This weekend, they're hosting a team from Sudan, Al-Hilal. Their first match, how far can they go this season? I know they've spent a lot of money because they won this one. This is the big fish. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is uh, the time when now Sundowns have to prove that they are a continental championship material as much as they've been dominating uh, on the home front. Yes, uh, it, it has been easy for them to to go as far as um, uh, you know the the knockout stages in the CAF Champions League. So, but uh, you look at their group, quite tricky. Al Hilal, not an easy side to beat, mm. and then they mm. also have Cotton Sport. But uh, you know, also having Al Ahly there, it's really gonna put uh, Rulani um, uh, credentials up for real examination. This time around, because uh, yeah, you know, uh, continental football is not as easy as uh, what has been for Sundowns on the domestic f- uh, front. The Farmers League is that what you're referring to? <laughs> anyway, uh, let's leave it there. I think it's important that they must start when they win, especially when they're playing at home. Uh, they know what they need to do: win all your three matches at home, win one away, you are home and dry. I think that's all we had for for you this week. Uh, We'll come back next week on Team Spirit Podcast, uh, proudly brought to you by City Press. Uh, For all the hits and misses, please don't forget to visit our all social media platforms at uh, www.citypress.co.za.